The Today Manufacturing Podcast offers a powerful and unique perspective on the biggest stories impacting U.S. manufacturers. Anna Wells, David Manti, and Jeff Ranke apply their experience as editors of industry-leading brands Manufacturing.net and Industrial Equipment News in providing in-depth analysis of the latest headlines. Their insight, along with a mix of humor and human interest, makes Today in Manufacturing a go-to source. Keep pace with supply chain challenges, electric vehicle developments, labor struggles, robotics, and more by listening, downloading, and subscribing to the Today in Manufacturing podcast. This ballistics team makes digital replicas of the bullets that killed President Kennedy. I'm David Manti. This is IEN Radio. In the name of preserving history, researchers at the National Institute of Standards and Technology have used advanced imaging to create digital replicas of the bullets that killed President John F. Kennedy on November 22, 1963. The bullets are typically stored at the National Archives, which brought the bullets to NIST so the ballistics team could make perfect copies of them. Even though we're more than 56 years removed from the tragic event, The Archives still receives many requests to access the bullets. The plan is to make the 3D replicas available to the public by early 2020. The original photographs that they have made available are aging, but now everyone will have access to even the microscopic details of each bullet. The new collection will include two fragments from the bullet that caused the president's fatal wound, as well as the, quote, stretcher bullet that struck both the president and Texas Governor John Connolly and was found near Connolly at the hospital. The collection also includes two bullets that were test-fired from the assassin's rifle, as well as another that was believed to have been used in a previous assassination attempt on an army major. The ballistics team used focused variation microscopy. They created a series of images at different focal distances at each location along the object's surface. As the lens moved across the object, it built a 3D surface map. The team spent countless hours rotating the metal fragments to image every facet, and then stitch the images together, capturing every tiny scratch and anomaly in the metallic surface. NIST performed 22 scanning runs just on the stretcher bullet, which produced about 1,700 individual measurements of the bullet's surface. The ballistics team members are familiar with bullet imaging. They often work on developing advanced forensic techniques that can identify firearms used in crimes. The project wasn't without its challenges, as the bullet fragments were bent and distorted in ways that made them difficult to image. Just one of the fragments took more than 30 scans to image the entire surface. Some of the techniques used throughout the process will be employed in future criminal cases, and we'll see what new insight comes out once the public begins analyzing those bullets early next year. Until then, and for the foreseeable future, the bullets that killed President Kennedy in Dallas will be returned to their temperature and humidity-controlled vault. I'm David Manti. This is IEN Radio.